We're going to be discussing, are they woke? You know, a lot of people are um, asking this question today. A lot of people are in the woke or conscious community today. And we're going to get into the brother's background who started this brand and, and, and see why he started this brand. But more so a little bit about his background, if you all are uh, willing to support him or interested in supporting him you will see that at the very end as well before we get started i want to start it off with the abs tribe uh commercial for those who are also into business and need the business coaching and right after this we're gonna get right into the interview so go tell your family and friends to tap in because we have another black owned brand for you to support peace family thank you for checking out the brother ben x podcast many people are wondering what can I do now since digital real estate closed on October the 1st? I still want to learn how to make money on social media. I still want to learn how to market. And I still want to learn how to build my brand. Well, there's one more way that you can do it. It's a couple ways, but I want to tell you all about the ABS Tribe. The ABS Tribe is weekly coaching every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday for only $50 a month. If you are looking for accountability, if you're looking for a group of people that's willing to inspire you, help you out, support you, encourage you. You want to get inside of our ABS tribe because every Tuesday and Thursday, me and Brother Jake or one of our more top million dollar friends or six-figure friends are on teaching you every single week. If you want to join the ABS tribe, go to www.whatisabstribe.com. www.whatisabstribe.com. All right, all right, all right. We ready. We ready to rock and roll. So, uh, brother, for those who don't know your name or who you are, let's mm. let's let's get a, a, a introduction from yourself. Uh, first of all, I want to start off by thanking you, uh, brother Ben, for this opportunity. Um, I want to thank you know, thank my parents, of course. Uh, thank my wife for giving me this opportunity uh, on a Saturday. Um, i tell you a little bit about myself, um, but before I go there, I have to also thank Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan and teachers of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad for um, what they've done to my life. So my name is uh, Brother Andre 2X. I'm from Detroit, West Side. Um, shout out to the West Side of Detroit. What up, though? Uh, born and raised, Detroit Public Schools. Um, went to school uh, to be a doctor um, here in Michigan. Um, became a father early, became a father at a young age. Well, not, you know, not so young, but I was still in college. I became a father and it changed my life. I decided to, instead of, um, continuing my rap career, I was heavy in the hip hop. I mean, battling radio stations, traveling to New York. This is before YouTube, come out spending my last, you know, making a four track, uh, trying to get a demo together. I was really in the hip hop and I became a father. So that environment that I was in every day, I knew it wasn't the best for me as a father, me for a parent. So I decided to go somewhere to get um, a little bit of guidance. My father wasn't available to me at that time. And uh, so I went to the mosque uh, and the brothers there embraced me. They helped me, they guided me, they pointed me in the right direction. And under that um, direction, I was able to uh, develop. I, I, I went to school to be a doctor uh, in Miami, um, a, a foot doctor and, um, that didn't work out for me or the school. And 
really got into the community there in Miami. So my background is uh, medicine. Then I went to law school. And because I had the science background, I got into patents, uh, intellectual property and trademark. And you're like, wow, what does it got to do with this website, right? But you, you, you talk about my background and all through that, I'm growing and developing. I got married in 1998, one of the best uh, things that I could ever done uh, to a wonderful woman who has been very supportive of me uh, in my development. And we have traveled over the country. You know, like I said, we ended up in Miami uh, and I got into, um, I always been involved in business and I got involved into business law and through that, really got involved in business. My family is entrepreneurs. I, I got say four of my brothers are entrepreneurs. I got three of my sisters that are entrepreneurs. So I've always been in an entrepreneurial space, but I've always been interested in growing something on the internet because even from its inception, because I saw, I know numbers. I'm a math guy. I'm a numbers guy. Right. So it always made a lot of sense. So when, um, uh, I got, me and my wife got into a business together. It was internet based. Um, and then when really, when I saw the e-com boom, I tried to jump in, not knowing anything about it, you know, uh, learning everything from YouTube, uh, from people like yourself that shares good content. And uh, that's how I got involved in, into e-commerce. Um, and I've always been, like I said, I've been an entrepreneur. I used to cut hair in college, all my boys. Uh, from college, no, that's how I made my money. That was my hustle. You know, I slung haircuts. And from that, I started selling T-shirts uh, amongst the brotherhoods and hats and that kind of thing. So I, I always was selling something, always been an entrepreneur. But but the platform we have now with e-commerce gives you an opportunity to really increase your numbers. Um, and I was always, before I came to the mosque, I was always interested in our history, being conscious, knowing about myself. I'm from Detroit. You know, my 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 father was a big influence in my life. Uh, very strong, physically strong black man, but mentally, spiritually strong black man. So I wanted to be uh, somebody of uh, impact in my community. Uh, so I got into a, a study, a knowledge of self. Uh, so I was always conscious. So I was a part of the conscious community before before I uh, went to the mosque. So I wanted to when I started thinking about a t-shirt uh, uh, t-shirt so to make for so, the so young before, people. Before okay. before we get into that, I want to go all the way back to where you said you were you wanted to be a foot doctor, um, and mm -hmm. you was going to school. Uh, what what was the motivation to have uh, you be a foot doctor? Brother, what a what that you, you're gonna have a long story, but I was already in science, right? I reached a point in my career where I needed some type of change. Uh, I needed to move up, and and in science you do that through education. You can do it through you know uh, innovation. Uh, if you if I would have took an entrepreneurial path there, but I, I said I want to uh, um, do it through education. And this opportunity came up. You know you don't hear much about foot doctors. And I really met, this is when I was living in, in Baltimore, I met an amazing foot doctor. I can't remember her name, but she brought me in and she, she told me about the, the industry. And I said, wow, that's, that's kind of interesting. And I can take care of my family at a, at a nice level, right? Um, 
And that's why I got into that. That's how I ended up in Miami in the first place. Yeah. So would you say it was because of income or is something that you really Advancement, love? a career advancement. Yeah, so it, that co income comes along with it. Yep. Yeah, I wanted to, I, I needed, my family was growing too, so I needed more. And, and so what at a young age also intrigued you to get into science? Because I heard you say that your family was a family of entrepreneurs. So mm -hmm. what was you exposed to, to to pick your interest in science? Oh, my parents, brother, are uh, special people, man. They, they were uh, they met in college. So I had that um, education was a big part of my life. You know, uh, my father was a clinical psychologist. May a lot be pleased with him. Uh, Dr. Henry uh, Martin Danders was a clinical psychologist, and and he was he made me interested in science because he was a math guy, and so when I got into math, he encouraged me there. My uncles were all all my uncles are very intelligent, and they they're science and math guys generally, and that's that's what leaned me towards. I went to a wonderful school, Martin Luther King. Uh, high school in Detroit. I was in the MSAT program. Shout out to the MSAT program. It was a wonderful program of educators who came together. This is in the 80s to develop a program of math, science, and applied technology that would benefit individuals like me in the inner city. But these teachers were awesome. They gave us all everything that, that you know, even though we came from, you know, the way the public schools go is by income. Even though we can't, we didn't have the high income. They get, we had all the tools to take advanced placement tests to put us uh, and get us ready for college. So that when I stepped in college, I was on equal ground. So I was, so science was there for me, right? So that's mm. that's what it was. Mm -hmm. And so, at what age did you come into uh, the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad? What what age was this? When I first came in contact, I was eighteen. I would say eighteen. Uh, but when I when I decided to um, really uh, make a conscious change, I was 22. And what was the what what was the first uh, teaching or uh, lecture, whatever that you heard that piqued your interest? It was the it was the Supreme Wisdom book, mm. the little the little book. Uh, that's what it was. Yeah. And and how did you get in contact with that? Like I said, I was in a conscious culture, so we were rocking around, you know, dashikis and onks and verb sticks. That's when I was up, X-Clan, you know, PE, all that. So you go to a, uh, you, we would go to different conventions and workshops where there was stuff. And I think I picked it up there. Mm. So mm -hmm. after, so after you came into the Supreme Wisdom, you said it mm -hmm. took you about 18, 19, 20, 20, it took you about four years to actually make that decision between the age of 18 and 22 describe that life was you struggling with yourself was the world pulling you and then the teaching was pulling you talk about that process of what took you that, 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 that for your period interesting you know i was you know i had i'm the oldest boy of 10 children right so when i got to college you know i'm used to taking care of children you know my siblings all the time i was kind of like free ah you know so i was i was uh intellectually interested in what the university brought but it's other things that opened up music was readily available at, at, at where i went to school there was a, a underground hip-hop scene that was that was something fierce and because you're talking about the time you're talking about the 90 91 92 93 hip-hop was developing so we would get 
music to the to the radio station that nobody else had. This is before YouTube and sharing and all of that. So we was, you know, so I was really into hip hop. Me and my friends was getting into some trouble. We got into some trouble, you know. Um, I would never say that I was a gangster, nothing like that. But you know, I was from I'm from Detroit, you know, regular dude from Detroit. So I got into some issues and like I said, when I became a father, it was cool when it was just me. So I'm I'm trying to be my best because I still want to make my mama proud. Mm. I'm off at school, right? I still got to answer to mom who, you know, although I'm a, an adult, I want to make her proud. So I, I, I made a decision. I said, you know, I went, I'm going to tell you what it was. Me and my partner, one of my great friends, Mastery, we went to New York, right? Mastery had, had came, come into some blue. We went to New York. He said, let's roll to New York. I'm down, right? He gave me a little bit of money. I went to New York, went to Connecticut, blew all the money, came back to school, missed the test, a midterm, got a D on the test, blew all the money, had nothing to show for the trip, but we had fun. I said, I can't do this as a father. It's cool when it's just me, but the baby going to need me to not blow that money. So I'm not, I'm doing this now. I need some control. And that's what it was. And my father, like I said, he wasn't available to me at the time. I, I was away from my family in Detroit. They was in Detroit and and uh, um, I always been spiritual. My mother raised me, you know, to believe in God. Um, and I knew I needed I needed a connection for me, right? And it really it, it worked for me. Really worked for me uh, to get me in, in order to to keep me focused on a path that made me a good father and a good son. Um, yeah. What was that thing for yourself? Uh, that finally led you to do something for you because you at the end of that statement you said for me and as I'm listening you said that mm -hmm. you was thinking about your mom when you was off at school you wanted to make your mom proud then you mm -hmm. talked about when I was doing these things you said I can do it if it's for me but I have a child now so I'm doing this correct in my life for the child but then when you mm -hmm. said the nation you said for me so talk mm -hmm. about you know what was it that you know finally got you to do something for you it, it, like I said, it was it was that responsibility of knowing. And I already always had it because I've been raising my siblings, you know, as an older sibling, you know, assisting and rearing them. So I knew it takes responsibility. And I knew I was blowing all of my money at parties and doing, you know, doing things that 21, 22-year-old children with no responsibility do. But I had to change that. I just wanted, I wanted to change it because I didn't want her to be messed up because of me, mm. right? Mm. Because I wasn't, I wasn't right. So I said, let me get myself together so I can give her the best, uh, me that I could give her. Would you say that the absence of your father led to any of that uh, decision uh, and maybe the nation uh, was able to give you the structure maybe that you think that you was looking for and that you needed to take care of the child? Was that, did that, do you think that? It definitely, that? it definitely, okay, so my, my family gave me some strong guidance, strong, uh, but when I was at that age, it wasn't enough. I had been arrested, I'd been, you know, just different stuff, man, that, that I couldn't risk doing that with knowing that her stomach had to be full, she had to be protected, provided for. So, um, so yeah, so, so that decision came as a result of, 
my love for her and knowing that I could not give her my best at like the, the way I was. And again, I wasn't horrible. Right. You know, I was a, you know, I had a few girlfriends and, you know, we, you know, but I was an MC, man. I was rapping. I was in the studio all the time, drinking and smoking straight East Coast and West Coast, you know. Well, and we, that wasn't it. I, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be able to take care of her. So the structure was there. My father was unavailable at that time. And then um, the brothers really helped me out, man. Taught me how they showed me an honest hustle, you know, you know, um, and I loved it. I love the way they looked. I love the way they moved. I was I, I just I just left a, a group of young men, you know. Showtime, shout out to my partners in Showtime. I just left and we was moving as a unit. So when I got with the, the fruit, we moved as a unit and I loved it. But it was for for good. Mm. Right. Made me better. So we see that you still obviously um, still rocking with the fruit, uh, still in the yeah. nation. So talk about that process. Uh, what happened? How did your life get better? What did you learn as a man that helped you to build as a man after coming into the nation of Islam? What was that thing? I know it's a lot of things the minister has given us and that the right. teachings has given us. But uh, early in, in your early ages, uh, in your 20s, what was those foundational teachings for you that helped give you that foundation? It's, it's easy now. I really didn't know what it was, but it, it was self-reflection, self-evaluation, self-evaluation, right? And self-improvement. It was me realizing that the things that weren't right in my life, 95% of the problem was me. So if I worked on myself, I can improve my life, my relationships. Um, and, and then with a clear head, I could go for things that I, like, I would have never thought about moving to Miami, going to podiatry school. Mm -hmm. You know, I was Detroit West side. I wasn't thinking about nothing, but coming back home, mm -hmm. and, which is nothing wrong with that. But this just expanded my, you know, it expanded my, my vision, um, and, and my, and my sight. So this takes me into the, the brand. Are they woke? Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. and what age? Or what stage of development in your life did you realize? And of course, we always going to be on an evolutionary process of perfection. But what 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 stage of your life did you notice? Like, you know what? I'm woke. You know, what I mean, I get it, man. I, I, I finally got it now, because just because we got access to the teachings or we came hey. up in a, in a great background, it doesn't mean that we got it. But have you have you reached that, that point or was there a stage in your development where you was like, Man, I got it now, man. I I feel like I'm woken and I see it. I'm a student until the day I die. I mean, I, there's so much knowledge in this universe. It's no, I got it right. But it's uh, when you start to see the wisdom repeat itself in your studies. Like I said, I started really getting into uh, studying for myself. 18, 19, you know. So you're talking 20. 26 27 years now you know in in addition to my education uh so i started seeing when i started seeing the wisdom repeat itself the wisdom that's in the supreme wisdom and the teachings when i saw it outside of the teachings and my study like uh the law of attraction and that kind of stuff very it's, it's the same wisdom that's packaged in it, it, it that's in the teachings it's just packaged a different way mm -hmm. so when i saw that i started to say well i'm on the right frequency as a student and I want to keep following. I want to continue to improve myself uh, and, and help others 
um, to become conscious. And we'll, we'll get to that when you start answering questions. I don't want to jump ahead of your questions. So. How, how, how did the teachings, um, what was your first thoughts about the nation when you heard that the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, do for self? Or suffer the consequences when we're talking about separation and being independent because you said you already came from that line of entrepreneurs and then here you are seeing a nation of, of, of brothers and sisters who's teaching on doing for self and the importance so is that was that a connection for you as well for sure man I must, really i'm going to tell you it's my peace famous your brother ben x thank you for checking out the brother ben x podcast 2021 is all about execution i looked at 2021 as 2020 vision you was learning your vision. You was birthing your vision. You don't went through the pain and the pressure to give birth to many ideas that you never would have had without that pandemic. But 2021, me, Brother Derek Grace, Chris Cole, Jake Taylor Jacobs, and 19 Keys, we're pulling all of our courses together to give you guys a roadmap to make y'all some money all 2021 and to most importantly, change your mindset, your family, and your structure for all 2021 you're going to learn about stocks you're going to learn about how to own your own bank so you never have to borrow money from the bank you're going to learn digital real estate you're going to learn in-home banking to set up that family structure if that's something you want to be a part of go get your membership at blackworldorder.com www.blackworldorder.com check out those first two meetings if you win then you win peace my um i don't call it my bonus mom that's my 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 uh, father's uh, second wife, who's really the entrepreneur of my whole life, um, and she showed me that you can make money. Like if you got if you have anything to sell, I'm talking about she. I'm talking about anything, brother. You can leave the house with nothing and come back with some money. And I learned that by cutting hair, and I and I wasn't even cutting at the same barbershop price. That if I if I spend some time Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night. I can make money. So I was always, always into uh, to doing for self. Um, and I've, of course, I've worked jobs over the years, um, but I've always had something that I did for myself. Um, always. So so I'm, I'm looking at the website and I'm about to put it on the screen for everybody to see. Um, as y'all can see, here's the website right here. Militant, humble, tolerant, courteous. Freedom, justice, and equality, the true, real, uh, well, the real, true black man, all of these nice designs that have a, a message um, for our culture. And it seems like the conscious culture, of course, the uh, website is called Are They Woke? So can you go into the motive or the thought process of you putting together a, a e-commerce e-com- uh, store, clothing design, mm-hmm. and, and the reasoning behind that name? Because I'm I'm at a, I'm at a, I'm at a like mental management stage in my life, so I have to pass on some of the things that I've learned, right? And if I if I don't make sure that that my younger uh, generations or even my children, people my children's age, have some of the information that I that I found useful in my life, right? Um, and some things that I found uh, helpful in my life, my ability to. Uh, adapt and to uh, to live a, a, a life that I truly enjoy. Um, I wanted to be able to pass this up now, pass this on to them, and, and just give and pass on thought provoking, eye catching, you know, fashion that could really stimulate conversation, stimulate their learning, 
uh, and their thirst for knowledge so that they go read and find out some of these some of these things that I know. So I put up I'll put up books from a variety of authors uh, over time. Uh, we also have um, uh, a deck, uh, a workout in home fitness workout uh, deck that we, we're promoting there. Uh, one of the brothers has. Um, so uh, we'll have different things up there that that encompass the entire person. Because being woke is just not, you know, you know, writing something on a on a uh, on Twitter right quick that's really catchy. You know, it's really it's 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 I'm I'm awoke to what's really going on, what's the true reality of what's going on, and you get that self examination, uh, self analysis, uh, and self improvement. How has the uh, the self improvement study guides been able to help? Uh, guide you in life um that's that's number one number two a brother who is in the streets Mm -hmm. who who is young and since we're talking about entrepreneurship here Mm. and and he says i just man i'm trying to get to the bread i I, Mm -hmm. my my mama got the nine to five we're dealing with the COVID 19 Mm -hmm. my my, my father not here and i hear you Mm -hmm. saying get up out the streets i hear you talking all Mm -hmm. this that we shouldn't be doing this but man i'm trying to get to the bag what advice Mm -hmm. do you have for that brother who's 16 years old and that's his mindset and then my Mm -hmm. first question is how have the study guides been able to guide your life as you keep talking about self uh reflection it made me think about the study guides Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna go study guys first and i'm gonna go answer the young man's first okay so it's interesting that you said that brethren (laughs) you know i have mine right here uh but really brother honestly i mean if anybody reads this reads the study guys and uh, and applies them attempts to apply them their life is going to become better so I know, you know, being married and being a father of, of, of daughters, I won't say my flaws have been, have manifested right over time. So I, I know I'm not perfect. Right. And over time, I've learned how to be a better husband, be a more thoughtful, being more humble, being more tolerant, learn how to be a better father by applying to study guys. To my, but you have to study. I mean, study means that you have to, you know, I. I went to school for a long time, right? I went to went to um, uh, undergrad. I went to podiatry school. I went to law school, and these I had to study to understand what I needed to know to improve your life. You have to study the study guides, read them, and try it. It's not going to work just because you read it one time. And give yourself a break and realize that this is your life. The more you apply it, the better you'll become. The more you study the more it becomes second nature. And that's, it really helped me. Um, but you're talking about, I mean, you're talking about since 1996, 97. Mm. Wow. And I still love them. I still love them yesterday. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, and, and to the brother who may be 16 years old, man, who mm-hmm. may catch this interview, man, and that's that's the condition that he's currently in. Mm-hmm. What, what guidance mm-hmm. do you have for a brother like that? It's all simple mathematics, right? And simple math, math, mathematics and time. And I under—I've been hungry before. I've been this been empty. I know what the feeling is, and I know that you have to—you got to do something right now, right? But understand that the same drive and determination that you can choose to do something that could harm somebody else—if you think maybe 
another 60 seconds, you can use that same energy to do something to get the same amount of money that won't hurt anybody. Mm. I mean, the, the tribe that Brother Ben got going on, it, it's not a it's not a big income, with, I mean, big um, economic investment initially, but you can make money if you learn the technique. I, I watch you all from a distance. It seems like something very, very good. It's interesting that you said that because, you know, if you sell dope, right, you own, you own 24 hours and there's no vacation. You got to worry about the stick up boy. You got to worry about the police. You got to worry about who you, you know, you might have got your, you know, uh, money from or, or product from. And then you always on. But if you do something like if you do something, if you learn the techniques and that the tribe has or some e-com techniques, then you can make money and you and you don't have to worry about that threat of the police getting robbed and that kind of thing. So but but the entrepreneur uh, skills that you have, you you can twist, you can flip that to any product. So know that, you know, get down with Brother Ben um, and stay around. I have other things I can help you out. I work with a nonprofit that works with teen and young fathers, newyoungfathers.com. And uh, to help them become responsible men. So that brother right there come to New Young Fathers. We'll hook him up with a mentor. We'll, we'll go through the whole process. We'll help him set up a business, right, uh, the right way and uh, get him off to a start. But that's that's something that we have coming in 2021, newyoungfathers.com. So. About how much money a week do you think do you think the average brother is making living in the street life about, you know, Today's time, about on average, how much do you think they make in a week? I mean, I would say the average brother probably make, I would say annually probably make like $65,000 a year. Um, and then you just break that down, you know, 52 weeks, um, you know. Um, Looking at about $12.50. Right. So that's, so, so right, $12.50, right? So with that, honestly, as a single man, like as a young man, you can make that with two jobs, man. You know, and not have to worry about the police. And and I would like to say this: How much are your are your hoodies, uh, brother Andre? Uh, I think thirty nine, a uh, Yeah, pretty reasonably priced. I'm not I'm not killing them. So dollars. Let's just say forty uh, for the mm-hmm. mail. Let's just say they forty dollars. Now you're gonna mm-hmm. have to pay for the shipping, or maybe you already have it drop shipping where a manufacturer already take care of that. So about how much profit would you make? Um, about what is your profit per per shirt or a hoodie sold? With all, with the with the shipping and the, the manufacturing, everything, and the way I'm doing it right now. Only make like maybe like fifteen dollars off a shirt. Okay, about fifteen. Then I see somebody in the comment section say the average in the street about three hundred a week. Money ain't out here like that. Okay, but we're gonna go with it. We're gonna go with the high number, like my brother was saying right here. Now imagine a lot of us got, you know, five thousand followers though. Two thousand right, followers ahead. though. Show you know, the now of Show course we got, you know, a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, but even if you're not an influencer on that type of scale, some of y'all mm-hmm. right now got about seven thousand friends on your Facebook. You you got all your friends is is filled up on your Facebook, and we brag about that, man. I got this and I got that. But imagine if you was able to come up with a with a clothing design to where right. you're taking your individual life, you're taking the circumstances that you came from, and now because you came from the same condition, 
as them, they can relate to you. So now you finna right. create a shirt that got the swag that they like. You finna come up with some slogans and, and a type of language that they like. So now right. let's say you got 5,000 friends, and out of those 5,000 uh, 5, friends that you got, we're going to do, uh, shoot, uh, we're going to do 2%, point, 0.02%. We're looking at 100 people. I didn't mm-hmm. say all 5,000. I didn't say 50%. Right. I didn't say 20%. Point 0.02% out of the 5,000 people, if you are consistent in saying this what your brand is, not random where you're just posting all kind of stuff, you're focused. You have a focused, intentional social media platform, and 5,000 people are following you, and they seeing you by your brand, but only zero point, uh, point zero two percent buy. Now, he said get about 15 uh, profit. Per shirt. Mm-hmm. Now imagine this week you got a sale going on, or you know it's Christmas time. Everybody don't right. celebrate Christmas, but somebody want to support, and you got just one hundred right. of your friends to buy your shirt. Now you looking at fifteen hundred dollars more than what he said. Mm-hmm. He said twelve fifty, but now you don't made fifteen hundred. And mm-hmm. then you take that same fifteen hundred. Now you use it. You don't go buy no no weed with it. Don't go buy no new shoes with it. Now you reinvest in yourself. Now you reinvesting. Now you now you reinvested into your marketing. What what marketing, brother Ben? Well, now you may not have a hundred thousand like brother Ben. You may not have two hundred thousand like brother Ben or a million followers. But what you do is you take that same ten percent of income. You say twenty percent of your income. Now you investing in what we call influencers, small influencers, micro influencers. They got ten thousand followers. They got twenty thousand followers. They got ten thousand followers. Now when you got ten thousand followers. Shoot, they ain't going to charge you nothing but $100 to post. They ain't got no other Facebook or nothing like that. They ain't got no 100000 They ain't got a million followers like I do. But you say, I'm going to get me five of them. I'm going to just get five. They got 10000 Now look at that. Now you got 50,000 people. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Now you got 50,000 people that you potentially can get in front of. Now I do that. that do them same. Now, now that's only $500, by the way. Now some of them mm-hmm. going to charge you less than 100 but let's say they just do 100 Now you done took that 1500 profit. Now you're not coming out your pocket. You're coming out the profit. So you take that mm-hmm. 500 and you say, I'll give you 100 I'll give you 100 I'll give you 100 And I just want you to wear my shirt. You may even ship them the shirt since they're a micro-influencer. Let them wear, hey, man, dope shirt, man. I appreciate that. And then they tag you in the video or in the picture. So now you got 50000 Now we're going to do times 0.2. Now you're looking at 1,000 people. Now you're looking at, see, at first you had 100. Now you're looking at 1,000 because you've invested in what we call micro-influencers. But let me tell you something. Micro-influencers who's known for designing who's known for uh, clothing because you don't want to look at somebody who got 10,000 followers because they play video games. Yes, they got 10,000 followers, but their target audience wants to see video games. They're not used to seeing clothing. So go find you a sister who's a model or something like that who used to promoting T-shirts and hoodies and things of that nature. So you got five micro-influencers who has an audience that's used to seeing and who's into designing stuff, fashion, Things of that nature. So now you got a thousand customers. Uh oh, let's take that same fifteen dollars. A thousand times fifteen. Now you're looking at fifteen thousand dollars. Listen, sixteen. Fifteen thousand dollars. Now this is zero this is point zero two percent. Oh, don't get into five percent buying. Don't get right. into ten percent buying. And even mm-hmm. if I did zero 
uh, 0.01%, you still will make a lot more money than you're making in the street. So all you got to do is put the time in. It's Man. free to post on social media. It's free to do mm. a podcast. It's free to get up every morning and say, I'm going to do a video telling my story. All it takes is your effort, though. It takes effort, it takes strategy, and it takes determination. So I wanted to just throw that little game in there for you if uh, anybody's you listening. game in there. I took my notes. I took my notes. I just learned something about that. I like that micro-influence in that 100, 100, 100. I'll do that. Yeah, yes, man. Sir. Yes, sir, man. So so as we go um, 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 into that, what is the website? Because I said I got it on the screen as well. But for those who are going to be listening to this audio, I seen somebody already in Detroit said they want the website. What is the website where they can go support uh, what you have thus far? And do you have other products in the making on the way? And if you, and if so, talk about that. Yes, sir. So, yeah, the website is uh, com. So are they woke.com? Um, and yes, the products on there, the real man, the true man, the black man, uh, that shirt um, is that was influenced by my father. This is what he used to say to me, you know, growing up, I'm the real man. I'm the true man. I'm the black man. He got that from a uh, it was a, a comedy skit, but I didn't know that my whole life. I thought he was a superhero. You know, he come in and say my father was six, six, three, man you know, muscle, you know, I'm the real man, the true man, the black man. And so he passed away uh, in 2017. May Allah be pleased with him. And uh, I'm, I designed, got that shirt designed in his memory. Um, so now it's a hoodie. Uh, so yeah, go to rdaywoke.com, check us out. You know, the newest design is the uh, a fruit is the best. Um, and uh, and those are some attributes that we, we strive to live up to, you know, being honest, humble, tolerant, you know, dependable. I mean, that's dependable and tolerant. Those are two that I, I, I look at all the time. I have to make sure uh, as a father and a parent that I'm dependable and tolerant. So those are, that's a, a, a new one. Um, and then some of the other ones I had up there for a while, Black Kemet God, I got that from uh, Nas' song. You know, I really liked the way he put that together in his song. So it uh, inspired me to make that. Um, and we have some more. We always have designs in the making. Um, I'm working on a Kwanzaa shirt right now. Hopefully I can get that up in the next day or so. Uh, I got a designer waiting. I'm going to uh, have a meeting with her after this uh, so we can get that get that up. So we always have things. We're going to have other products because one of uh, my brothers, very close brother, Brother David, he has oils and incense. I mean, the woke people, you know, me... What I want this store to be like is, um, I guess, like my, my my bonus mom's store in a way. She, But she has a bookstore, 90s Knowledge Cafe uh, in Detroit. And you walk in there, you smell incense, it's books, it's all kind of different things. They have poetry. And I want to have that kind of feel here. So I want to have the incense there. I want to have the physical fitness available i want to have you know different books available with information for the for for the uh individuals who who visit us at are they com. so yes sir and where can they find your uh where can they follow you on social media so they can keep up and, and stay updated and while you answer that question um everybody who's in the comment section right now if you are going to support this brother are they i want y'all to press the number one 
If y'all plan on supporting this brother, I know y'all want to get y'all some shirts. Y'all know it's getting cold up in this bad boy. So if y'all are going to support the brother and you are interested in supporting his brand, y'all heard Mm -hmm. the backstory. Y'all heard where he came from. Y'all heard the motivation and why he even wanted to create this brand. So if this is a brother that y'all want to support, press one. We always talking about and giving energy to what we don't want. You know, all we, all, the youth don't need to see this and the sisters don't need to see this. And our black boys, they need better images and they need better examples. And we make all kind of posts about that. But when it comes to somebody that finally says, all right, well, let me promote it. All right, let me create it. We don't give our our support, energy and dollars uh, to those. So if y'all want to support this brother, man, if you're on Facebook or YouTube watching right now, Press one so he can see the amount of support uh, 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 that you guys want to give to him. I see a couple, a few ones, several ones coming up right now. So uh, go ahead right. and answer that question. Where can they follow you on social media? To keep uh, up on with Instagram, uh, we are are they are they woke? Um, and that's I don't think I have the other stuff. I know you're gonna be mad at me, like brother Andre. Why well, I tried to get it together, Ben? I do a lot, brother Ben. But I said at least I got to get the Instagram up, so I got the Instagram up. Are they woke? Uh, and you'll see the same uh, logo there. All but right. I'm gonna get the other stuff. I listen to you. I listen. I learn from you. I, I try to. I, I learn from my teacher, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, that stays on the post of the youth. So I have to stay on the post of the youth. So I, I really pay attention to what you got going on, man. And I, I learn from you with the social media stuff. Yes, Great sir. Might be a tribe man. member. I don't know. <laughs> yes, sir. We'll see if Hashim can get me on. You know. Yeah, hit know. a brother Hashim. He'll, he'll definitely get you in. So y'all make sure that y'all follow him. On Instagram, and y'all check out AreTheyWoke.com. With that being said, brother man, I, I I thank you for joining the platform today. I thank you for telling your story. And if there's anything I else that you would like to add, uh, you can go ahead at this time. I just want to say, you know, uh, you know, do your best. You know, this this is your life. Whoever's listening, do your best to be the best person that you can and enjoy your life responsibly. Uh, this even though we have this shelter in place and quarantine, you still can develop your mind. Study. It's a good time to study. Invest in yourself uh, physically too. You know we want to come out of here. We want to come out of here fit. You know we don't want to uh, be worse off at the end of this. And make sure you're eating right. I'm gonna put a couple of um, put how to eat to live up there soon. Uh, a few more books so that we can take care of ourselves. So I appreciate you, brother Ben, and everybody. Uh, tuning in and listening to me and, uh, and my my story, uh, I really appreciate you, brother, for this yes, opportunity. Sir. Yes, yes sir. sir. Thank you. Assalamualaikum. Waalaikum salam. All right, family man. Listen, great interview, man. Great stories. Y'all can see, man. So many people have been um, affected. You know, just by these teachings, man. And there's so many black men out there that are doing great things. And I know social media would like us to promote that there's no black men left and ain't nobody doing nothing. And, oh, we don't got no man, man, hush. They out there. Now, let's support them. So I'm going to do what I can to continue to interview brothers and, 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 and be an example myself as best as I can. And and just show us that, man, there are brothers out there, but they need the support. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan says, uh, romance without finance is a nuisance. Huh? Romance without finance is a nuisance. So we can talk about how much we love to do this and how much we love. But at the end of the day, we're living in America. We need some money. Not that that's the main focus, but hey, need support so that we can do more to create more impact. So support your brother, man. Click the link in the description. Are they woke? dot com and uh, y'all have a blacktastic day. Assalamu alaikum.